Welcome. Good to be back. Glad to be here. Back from vacation. Feeling uh, a little rejuvenated. The problem is... When you come back, you feel so good, and uh, you know it's almost like you're disappointed on one hand that vacation's over, but on the other hand, you're ready to go, right? So you're ready to go, and you're fired up, and you want to do the show, and you want to come back, and it's like, all right, and then you watch over the weekend the craptastic play of the Milwaukee Brewers uh, as they limp into the All-Star break and use the excuse of, well, you know, we're tired, need to recharge. Uh, other teams do, too. Other teams are banged up. Other teams have dealt with injuries. Other teams have dealt with uh, up-and-down pitching woes. But uh, I don't think there's many teams in Major League Baseball who have dealt with so so many bad situational hitters and things that have just unraveled and the excuses that are being made that are angering almost. Um, so today we're going to ponder a much larger question than what happened to the Brewers down the stretch. I mean, what is it like seven or eight of the last eight or nine years or whatever it is, they've had really bad records in the last week or two, uh, heading into the all-star break. Okay. I get all of that. I get all of that. But in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of things, when you just look at this team and you think, man, what are they doing? What are they doing? I was, and the reason I give you this point of reference, let me let me back up here for a minute. I'm listening this morning, um, you know, and I don't do it all the time, but I was listening to and kind of perusing the dial, if you will, on on my phone, and I was listening to some Chicago radio, and they were talking about you know Juan Soto and obviously turning down that 50, 15 year, four hundred plus million dollar contract and feeling that he's going to get more in the open market and more per year and all that kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, I get it. And then they're saying, well, Chicago can't afford something like that. They could never do that. You know, not being the Cubs and the small. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on, hang on. Let's back this up for a second. You're Chicago. You are the top three media market in the entire country. The Cubs own their own network. They own their stadium, the Ricketts do. They've bought a property around the stadium. They have a built-in, lovable, loser mentality fan base, and they're buying into, we are the Cubs and we are, yeah, we're in Chicago, but we're small market. And I'm thinking to myself, are you stupid? Your fan base has been badgered into believing you don't have money. When you got money, stinking, rolling in it kind of money hand over fist. Now, is it Yankee money or Dodger money? Probably not, but it's up there. And to say, well, I don't think we could ever afford that. You're stupid. If you're if you're a Cubs fan and you're buying that, you're stupid. Now, a Brewers fan, I get it. You're the smallest media market in all of Major League Baseball. So you got to figure out ways to put it together. But what I felt this weekend from, and granted, it wasn't hundreds of people. It wasn't probably more than 20. But out of all the people that were either emailing, tweeting, texting me, uh, you know, about, hey, how was the vacation? Uh, it's, a, it's a shame you had to come back and see this mess, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, people saying, I'm, I, you know, I'm done with the Brewers. I'm done paying, you know, $15 for a cup of beer, $8 for a bottle of water. And yet 
they still say they're small market, they're not going to spend the money, they're not going to make a big deal, they're not going to make the splash. And, oh, by the way, you got to get rid of Josh Hader, and it's either Corbin Burns or Woodruff because you can't afford both. And I'm thinking to myself, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let's back up here for a second. Let's back up. Let's back up. What are the Brewers? Let's look at the larger question here. As we sit here today on Monday, July 18th, let's look at the larger question. What are the Brewers? Are the Brewers a Major League Baseball team, or are they a feeder system for other teams? Because now you got to ask yourself, look, you, you have finally gotten your plethora of homegrown pitching. You have made moves to bring in young arms into the system that then you cultivated and brought to the top. And now you've got this stable. Oh, is it great? It's not great, but it's up there. Okay, you can't argue with that. You know, you're not going to get Cy Young Award winners out of it every year, okay? But you're stable. You're good. You've had some injuries. I understand all of that. But if you're going to be a feeder system for everybody else, then what the hell are you? I was just on with uh, our buddy Ernie in Viroqua. And Ernie said, well, I'm tired of being a feeder system for, say, the Yankees and the Dodgers and, and the Mets and such. And I understand that mentality because you haven't been to a World Series, if you're the Brewers, is since 1982. You've been living off the laurels of that. You've gotten to the postseason four straight times, and that's – you commend it. I mean, for what Craig Council has done, the way he's managed this ball club, the analytics that he uses to sustain pitching, to be able to give them opportunities to win – for this team to be in position year after year after year as a small market team, it, that's to be commended. But at what point now do you say you got to take the next step? Is it this year? Is it next year? Is it five years down the road? Or is it never? Are you just a team that is always going to be kind of just hanging around and what you have to quote, and I hate to use this word, but as a fan, what you have to, quote, hope for, and I hate the word hope because I'd like to have confidence knowing that you have a team that's right there that can compete, that's ready to go, that once they get to the postseason, uh, they have got the legitimate shot, the same as everybody else, at winning it all. And do you feel that right now? I think the answer would be hell no. Are you better than the Mets? No. You better than the Dodgers? No. You better than the Giants? No. Better than the Braves? No. You can start going through that list. You thought you were, but you've got guys underperforming vastly. You have had injuries, but so has everybody else. And you've got a manager who's been able to do it on one hand with duct tape and bailing wire, using analytics to be successful. But every time you start to talk about the actual expenditure of money, well, we start to flinch up. And reality is that I understand that. You start to flinch up because you only have so much and there's a budget, and I get all of that. But at what point, at what point do you say, we're nothing more than a feeder system for the rest of Major League Baseball, and they do just enough to keep your interest there? So you still come out, you still enjoy it, you still, which maybe that's all it is. 
Maybe if you catch lightning in a bottle one time, you win one World Series, you ride off into the sunset, and you wait another 100 years like the Cubs did, 108. I just don't think that the Brewers should be doing that. Not in today's day and age, but can they compete with the Juan Sotos of the world who wants 15 years and $500 million or $440 million? No, they can't do that. There's, it's a larger picture in Major League Baseball. I get that. That's for another day. But what are the Brewers? What are the Brewers? If I had to say the Brewers are, and then you talk about what kind of a team, what kind of an organization, what kind of a franchise, what are the Brewers? Jeff said, how easy, uh, how easy to do a balk on the pitcher's mound? Uh, Jeff, that was a head scratcher. <laughs> that was, I I guess technically you saw it, but it was like, wow, that was, it was, it was more obvious to the home plate umpire than it was to us watching the replay. Let's put it that way. Cause it wasn't like he was looking to do, it wasn't like the strike zone was bad throughout the game. It wasn't as if he was, you know, giving the Brewers raw calls throughout the game. This was a, 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 a stand up scream point home plate emphatic you just balked how do you do it i know i know uh 877-867-1670 you want to hit us up that's the phone number to give us a shout you can also uh, find us over on twitter at bill underscore michaels at bill underscore michaels find our producer ben z kenny over at ben z kenny on twitter facebook go to facebook.com facebook slash the bill michaels show the Bill Michael Show over on Facebook. Subscribe for free over on YouTube and uh, watch the program on a daily. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show over on Twitch TV as well. If you download the app, you can always email the program, the Bill Michaels at gmail.com, the Bill Michaels at gmail.com. And uh, we now bring in Ben Kenny. Ben, how'd you do last week? Did you have a good time? Man, well, first, yes, a lot of fun. I have a good analogy to describe how last week went. That's a pretty deep start to a Monday. I thought you were gonna we're gonna come on talk about the vacation, tripping over I was a going boat, to. something along I those lines. I, I do have a uh, a boating story, as uh, there is no vacation that ever goes unheralded without some kind of a mishap. So I will get into that discussion. But this was prevalent today. I mean, it it I, I got on the air with Ernie uh, this morning. Ernie's been calling me trying to get me on the air, and I'm like, Ernie, I'm on vacation. He was calling me last week. And he, oh, that's right. You know, you know our buddy Ernie. So I went on with him this morning. And then this morning started at uh, 5.30. I got up. I had a dentist appointment. And the dentist, my dentist, uh, I, I love Paul Levine. Paul is, is fantastic. So I went to Paul. And uh, he's, as he's, you know, your your mouth is open. You got your fingers in it. And he's like, so what are you going to do about counsel? I don't, th- I think they should trade Hater. I think they should do this. They need to, and I'm like, arr, 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 you can't say anything. So it started there. And then I got my cousin, who's a baseball fanatic, uh, talking about you know how the Brewers got Hunter Renfro and how they you know did the deal with Jackie Bradley Jr. and how did Boston let him go and it's crazy and what the Brewers have going on and the injuries and this and that and he's a Reds fan so he's giving me the low down there and you know and then he's talking about Council and now how they need to fire Council because he's never going to get him any, get him any farther so then it was, that went on and then I had a buddy of mine from uh, Harley Davidson call me this morning and he was talking about it and then I was get looking at my tweets and some of my emails as I'm cleaning out my email box I'm like holy crap. People were just mad. 
from the weekend about the way the Brewers kind of limped into the into the uh, All Star break, and I'm like, okay, let's start there. That that's what's tripping the trigger right now. So let's start there. So what was your analogy, or better yet, let's do this. Let's discuss calmly what you guys had going on last week because I'll tell you a little bit about the vacation of my week last week when we come back because it was great. It, we didn't see a cloud, I think, until Thursday. Uh, I, it was 85 and sunny literally every day with unbelievably blue skies, and I think this is the least amount of people I've ever seen on the lake, and it was it was bliss. It was, it was unbelievably wonderful. It was great to get away and just relax. Uh, I did not get uh, hammered drunk. Uh, I did not do a post, and I'll tell you why when we come back as well. But uh, all of that, all of that is coming up. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show. On the air on this Monday, July 18th, you got the Home Run Derby coming up tonight. The All-Star game tomorrow out in L.A. tomorrow. And uh, baseball takes a little time off as we are at the unofficial halfway point of the Major League Baseball season. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And Bud Light, the uh, Wednesday Night Live back You've got uh, the Love Monkeys taking the stage. Love Monkeys taking the stage on Wednesday night out at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. And I'm going to be there. Looking forward to it. And uh, hopefully uh, you are as well. Looks like the weather's going to be pretty good for that night as well. Tomorrow is going to be hot. Got a lot of hot and humid days coming up, but that's what summer's all about. And we will see you out there coming up on Wednesday night. Uh, gates open up at 6. Music starts at 7. And uh, it's uh, 10 bucks to park a car, 0 bucks to park a motorcycle, and it's free admission. So come on out and enjoy yourself Wednesday night live back out at the Wisconsin State Fair Park and the Budweiser Pavilion coming up Wednesday night, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. So, Ben, uh, going back to last week, <clears throat> excuse me, talking a lot of Brewers baseball right now, by the way, but uh, we're going to reprieve for just a moment. As uh, So last week, w- it was you and Grant, right? It was Grant and myself from Tuesday to Friday. Me and Ebo did it Monday. Some okay. controversy about that because Grant had some problems with the Spectrum guy who came to his house. So that brought a whole conversation of whether you should miss work to fix your Wi-Fi. So controversial Monday. But after that, it all ran smoothly. I have in my home, thanks to Spectrum, I will give them a shout because they put in not one but two separate lines from two separate areas. So I have the pole behind my house that runs the cable and and internet into it. And then they ran a secondary line from this, because I live right on the corner of a grid. So my grid is on one line and the grid for my next door neighbor and beyond is on another. So they ran a line from there. So I have two separate lines coming into the home and through Verizon, which Verizon, I don't know why they're not a sponsor of the program, but they should be. Uh, Verizon, we have the jetpacks. So I have wireless internet through Verizon that does not even need, um, excuse me, does not even need electric. So I've got all of that to make sure that I I should never, and knock on wood, I think it's only happened one time, 
since we went on the air over a couple of years ago um, that we should ever go off the air. So kudos to uh, Spectrum and Verizon. But So I've got all that run into my home. I don't think Grant Bills does, though. I think he just has the one internet line. I think that's what he's got going on. Yeah, you know, he told us this story. He would he did styrofoam wrap on his roof so he could fit his phone in there to watch the Brewers when he went to sleep. It was it got pretty dark on Monday. I'm not going to lie. Where He what? So he put styrofoam wrap on his roof? On on his ceiling, excuse me, so he could slip his phone in there and have it up against the ceiling. Oh, it's the only way gotcha, he could gotcha, watch gotcha, the game. Gotcha, gotcha. But you also okay. did miss Bally Sports cutting out entirely over the weekend, which is probably okay. a good thing. So I saw a few of the highlights. I did a charity motorcycle ride yesterday uh, when I got back. And uh, on Saturday, we did catch part of the game. Chris and I had nothing to do on Saturday because we got back late on Friday. And late Friday night. And, and so by the time we unpacked and got everything out of there on Saturday, we're both just beat looking at each other, just saying, what do you want to do? So... We have not there. There's like right in my area is, is downtown Waukesha, Wisconsin, and I have there's bars down there I've never gone to. So I said, you know what? Let's just park the car, and we'll go walk. Let's just go walk, and we're just gonna go get something to eat, like some appetizers, and we'll just start walking. We discovered this terrific wine bar. We went to the Clark Hotel, which has a great Irish pub in it. We went to a Taylor's People's Park downtown and sat on the rooftop and had lunch. And we just walked, and then we ended up at Nice Ash and had a cigar and a hookah and then came home. But So Saturday, I did watch the game going bar to bar to bar in the afternoon, evening. So I saw some of that, and I saw it pixelating and all the problems, and they're screaming about it in the bars and stuff. But I did see some of that, So I did, but I didn't pay close attention to it over the weekend. I rewatched some stuff this morning. There you go. Please continue. So my thought was yesterday, I went for a run after the open ended, which, by the way, emotional finish, but terrific, terrific golf tournament. Terrific ending. Yes. So I I was going for a run and I was thinking, you know, with Bill coming back, how can I frame how the last week went? I kind of felt like I was Jason Alexander in this setting where, you know, Grant and I gave a couple spot starts, got good run support. There was a lot going on outside of, you know, the sporting world and the Brewers and everything. We held it together. Definitely, we gave the team a good chance to win, but it reached a point where we needed Burns back on the mound. He can't run Jason Alexander out there so many times. <laughs> so I said, yeah, you know, Bill's coming back on Monday. He's Burns in this situation. Not a lot of run support because it's the all-star break, not much right. going on, but Burns can do a lot with little run support. So that's kind of how I felt like last week went. Gotcha. Definitely held it together, had some fun, got a little loopy at the end of the day Friday, but when is it not? Nothing wrong with that. A lot of fun, though. Yeah. The uh, This is, for those that don't know, for those of us in this business that do sports talk radio, uh, this is the most desolate time of year. Uh, the, you, the Open Championship is done. Baseball is not going on. No camp yet for the NFL. Nothing going on in the NBA. Nothing going on, really, in, in the NHL. You've got some racing, a little bit of racing to talk about. You know what tomorrow night is, though? Besides the All-Star break for Major League Baseball, you know what's right here in the state of Wisconsin? The Northwoods League All-Star game. Correct me if I'm wrong for those of you listening, but it's in Wisconsin Rapids tomorrow night. So you've got the Northwoods League All-Star game right here in our own backyard. Right there. There you go. So you got that going on. 
But beyond that, yeah, I agree. There's not there's not a lot happening. This is the most desolate time, which is when you start contemplating the future of the Brewers, the moves that could be made. Obviously, the incoming camp that is um, that's going to happen for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the the thoughts of the way the off season is gone. You get into all of that, and I'm sure we're going to explore all of that this week. The uh, by the way, one other event, one other event that took place. Do, ben, did you pay attention to the Red Bull Flugtag that took place <laughs> in, in Milwaukee? Fifty thousand people showed up for this thing. The what? The Flugtag, or Flug? I don't even. I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. I guarantee I'm not. The flug tag, flug tog, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't at all. Oh, my God. It was, I was, um, and I'll give you some history here. Uh, it, it is where they, t- everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but people make these planes that they think can fly. And what you're, tra- and I think they make them out of cardboard. Now, I could be, I could be wrong on this, but they push them down a ramp. They're, they're human-powered. They push them down a ramp and see how far they fly before they crash into the water. And the one that flies the farthest gets is, is the champion, and Red Bull pays the money because Red Bull has the motto, Red Bull has gives you wings. So the flugtag, flutag, whatever, you know, uh, whatever it's called, because um, even Quick Trip, and Quick Trip was a sponsor of this, but Quick Trip entered a giant banana semi with wings, with big banana wings, into the competition, which went to the end of the Red Bull ramp. And it goes out over Lake Michigan. So when you crash, you crash into the water. Uh, This thing flew about a foot and then went nose first right into the water. But I had, I was at the, uh, I was at O'Reilly Auto Parts up the street from my house uh, on Saturday morning. And there was a group of they're all on crotch rockets, all these riders. They were all going there. I mean, this is like a, a big thing between the ages of, say, 18, if you want to go legal, 18 and 30 years old. It was packed on the lakefront, on the Milwaukee lakefront, packed this weekend for the uh, Red Bull Flute Talk. I don't know who ended up winning it. Some of the some of the planes and the flying machines were really creative. There was one that, like, disintegrated as they pushed it. It just it just blew apart. They didn't even get it to the water. They were just throwing pieces in the water just to throw pieces in the water. It was such a hunk of crap. But people love this because if anything can fly and then go crashing into the water and fly, even if it's 30 feet, people go nuts. They go nuts over this thing. It's just a, an event to watch crazy people push crazy crap into the water. That's all it is. <laughs> and it's turned into a thing. It's, it's really cool. Oh, I'm watching That's the videos. And yeah. I mean, the people were just eating it. None of the things yep. actually got off the ground. They just swan dived. And there's they, a reference here to the Brewers, but I'm not going to make it. Uh, right? I'm sure the Brewers had something entered. Josh Hader in San dis- Francisco. It probably disintegrated before it even got to the end of the ramp. But uh, but yes, it, it, that's that's what it was. That took place down here this weekend too. So that was going on because it was it was between Bastille days, which is the French version of a party uh, that took place in Cathedral Square in downtown Milwaukee. And the Flugtag that took place with 50,000 people down on the lakefront, it was a busy weekend uh, in the Milwaukee area. I don't know what, because uh, somebody had asked me, hey, with everything going on, what was the murder rate? I have no idea. I don't pay attention to that unless it's, you know, really escalating. But 
Uh, I guess I should, but it's kind of like I'm not going to throw the bucket of cold water on everything. It's looked like people came into town, had a good time, and hopefully everybody got home safe and you're good to go. But, uh, but yeah, that's what was heading on, happening down here in Milwaukee. So there you go. Um, so you and you and Grant got through it. You made it to the end. Uh, so which was good. Grant, now did Grant get his internet problems fixed? So the reason he missed Monday, and this has all been, we have sorted it out. So I don't mean to bring this up again and bring more heat. To it. it all came up because I told all of our listeners to tweet at him and ask why he wasn't at work. To which he oh. responded with a video explaining why, which was kind of a mistake, I think. Because then we played it and reacted to it. But I, <laughs> he had to reschedule the Spectrum guy. The Spectrum guy never showed up. So he is okay. actually oh, coming today, I believe. That's the worst thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst thing to do is be the Spectrum guy, and when you're w- relying on them to show up and then they don't, oh, my goodness. Now, that's a, that's that's woof. But I have heard he hooked up to the Wi-Fi of the restaurant downstairs. So okay. he's been able to watch whatever happened to the Brewers. Where the hell weekend. does he live? In La Crosse, downtown La Crosse. To the restaurant? So, okay, so he, uh, okay, so he probably lives in either an apartment or a loft or something down there in downtown. Okay, I got you. Got you. I will say, though, the attitude last week, it wasn't that bad yet. I mean, they were in the middle of splitting one and one with the Twins and the mm-hmm. hater walk-off home run. That was tough. But I still kind of viewed that as maybe some sort of a semi-one-off. And the team wasn't necessarily in that bad of a spot. Right. So we did say on Friday, I mean, you got to find a way to split this and head into the All-Star break, which obviously mm-hmm. did not happen. Right. Yeah, the uh, the Brewers down the stretch uh, faltered magnificently. They win the first one against the Giants after splitting with the Twins, and you thought, okay, you know, because uh, we talked about that. You know, the 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 problem was, and I'm going to go back to this here in just a second, but the problem was when they went into that ten game stretch right after the Rays, right after they they got two against the Blue Jays, two out of three, and then they beat the Rays two two straight. You thought, okay, here's this 10-game stretch. This is where separation. Remember we were talking about 8-2, and 7-3 and three in that 10-game stretch, right? They ended up losing five. They went 5-5 five and five in that 10-game stretch. That was it. No, I take that back. Did they go 5-5 five and five or they 6-4? Four, four, uh, 4 and 6. 4 and 6 in that 10-game stretch. 4 and 6. Sub 500, and then here comes the Twins, and then they split. You're like, oh, okay. And then they get that first win against the Giant. You're like, okay, just get a couple more, just two more wins before the – and that, that way it kind of evens out, and you steal a – and then you watched three straight. That game yesterday was a joke. That wasn't even competitive. It was like they just said, okay, we're going we're gonna to call it a day. Uh, then obviously the Grand Slam uh, that happened the other night and then uh, the 2-1 to loss uh, on Saturday. Just, just an ugly way to go down. Uh, it wasn't as if the bats were completely silent because they did play five runs uh, in two of the four games, but in two of the uh, other four games, they only played a two and one. And again, this goes back to what we've been talking about. This team is all or nothing. It's the way it is. And we're going to talk about that when we come back because I want to get into that as well. i got a lot of stuff to get to today. There's We're loaded when it comes to just stuff, just uh, throwing so much stuff at you. So so just kind of sit back and prepare for all of this because there's a lot going on. Stay tuned. We stick around. we got a lot more to get to. The, the Bill Michael Show going to continue with more coming up right after this. 
This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Uh, we talk about the Brewers and the situation they are in and the fact that uh, this team right now not uh, not performing well down the stretch. So what's next? And what are the Brewers? I want to go back to that question, too. What are the Brewers? Are the Brewers a feeder system for the rest of uh, Major League Baseball? Or are they a team that you can sit back, relax, and believe in and say, you know what? They're uh, They're putting it all together. Just wait for the second half. They're putting it all together. We'll get into that discussion. Uh, got a lot of different things here to talk about. Uh, by the way, we got uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58, our good buddy, who talks a lot of baseball. Kevin's going to be joining us coming up here in about 45 minutes. So, Not a bad way to go. Started off, and I think Kevin was on vacation, too. Do you, do you follow Kevin on Facebook by any chance, Ben? Not Facebook. I do on Twitter. So over on Facebook... He has been posting his brains out. I don't know where all he's been, but he he does like stadium tours to where he just goes. He's a baseball fanatic. And I think he was just at Coors Field, if I'm not mistaken. Can he confirm. He was doing like, yeah, he was doing like uh, different baseball games. He, he's, he's always going to baseball games. And I think he's got every hat from every Major League Baseball team and every minor league baseball team ever made. He's He's just... He's just a, a baseball fanatic. So we're going to talk with him coming up here at the bottom of the next hour. So hang in there for that. So what are the Brewers? What are the Brewers in your mind? Ben, if I had to say the Milwaukee Brewers are fill in the blank. Ooh. So I think this last stretch, if I were to look at it rationally, I would mm-hmm. think, you know, they've dealt with injuries. They're always bad going into the break under council. They'll be fine. So I, I think the Brewers are right now. What they've been over the last couple of years, one of the best pitching teams in baseball with a terrific manager and an offense that is either going to step up at the same time and do it, or it'll be like we saw last year, and they just won't. That's what rational me thinks. Irrational okay. me after the disaster that this weekend was and the fact that they're 16 and 24 since June 1st. They've lost 8 of 11. I'm starting to kind of believe that I, they could just be a really average team with, you know, some great pitchers in a horrible division. And that's what props them up. Um, I'm getting a mixed reaction. I got one here from Tony who says that they're a baseball team that is only getting better. Uh, this one's from uh, Brian who says, I believe the Brewers are nothing more than a minor league team wanting to be a major league team. 
Uh, over on the uh, the Bud Light live stream, our buddy ESPN Steve says a pathetic attempt at a baseball team. Uh, this one's from uh, Ronald, who says, uh, "Yeah, they're a decent baseball team, but they've overestimated a lot of their talent, and they can't afford those mistakes. So they are a minor league team wanting to be a big league team because they can't afford to play with the big boys. Does it really just come down to money? I mean, does it really just is that is it that simple that it just comes down to money? They're just." They just don't have the ability to compete with a lot of the major league teams. Is that just is is that where we're at? Where you just your belief is they don't have the money, therefore they won't compete. Uh, this is from James, who says, "Has Mark Antanasio ever thought about taking on additional investors to put more money into the payroll of this club?" There are additions. He's not the sole owner. He is the majority owner of the Milwaukee Brewers. There are minor owners of the Brewers I know of, but I to answer your question. The, the bottom line is nobody is going to get involved in a team to just say, here's my money. You're looking for the ROI. You want the return on investment. So what you can afford, what your budget is versus what you're actually able to do. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, if I'm David Stearns, I mean, you're, you feel, Sure, handcuffed at times because of what you have or don't have, you know, the ability-wise to, to go out and spend money and, and buy guys and and at least put what you would believe to be semi-sure things in your lineup. So I, I, I understand that, but I... They put talent on the field. It just it's it's not performing. What I think you need to take a harder look at, and, and I could be wrong on this because people say, well, chillax because they're in first place. They're in first place. What what are you what are you worried about? Come on, they're in first place. No, no, nothing to see here. They're eight games less than the Mets. Mets are fifty eight and thirty five, Brewers are fifty and forty three. They're ten games less than the Dodgers, who are sixty and thirty. They're only a couple of games better than a San Francisco team who's actually 12 and a half games behind the Dodgers in the West. So think about where the Brewers would be. They'd be 10 games back, 11 games back right now if they were in the West. Think about that. They would be seven and a half games back in the East. They're winning the Central in an incredibly pathetic Central Division. Okay. An incredibly pathetic Central Division. Uh, much like the Central in the American League Central as well, by the way. But what you have to say, thank God for, is the fact that, one, the Cardinals got a rainout, uh, so they had a half a game. They didn't get a chance to play, so they're a half game behind the Brewers. And that the Brewers are in the division in which Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Chicago collectively have barely over 100 wins. The Brewers and the Cardinals between them have 100 wins. The Reds have 34 on the season. Three games better than the worst, which is the Washington Nationals, and two games better than the Oakland A's, who are absolutely pathetic. But they're, they're 34 wins. 35 by the Cubs. Those two teams together don't have 70 wins. Think about that. And then you got the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are a couple of games better than that. With 39, but you play in a, an incredibly pathetic division. So that's what you're hanging on to. So the thought is, and this is where your, your level of hope comes in, 
is that the Brewers are just going to win the division and then they're going to get hot. Get hot. Get healthy and hot at the right time. Freddie Peralta will be back. That's what you're hoping for, right? Freddie will be back. Everybody will be healthy. They'll start hitting again and they'll get hot. You got to be good. You got to be lucky. You got to be hot and you got to be healthy. All those things will win you a championship. And it, it could happen. We've seen it happen with the Atlanta Braves. We've seen it happen with the Washington Nationals. We've seen it happen where a team that maybe wasn't the best team throughout the entire regular season just gets hot and healthy at the right time, and off they go. So it, that's where your hope comes in. That, and that's legitimate. I understand that. I'm not going to pee into a fan on that one. That's true. That can happen. I'm not going to argue with that. But I still think this team, when it comes down to it, Pound for pound, player for player, when you look at New York and L.A. and even San Diego and even San Francisco to a certain extent, when you look at those teams, take a look at Atlanta. All of those teams, I think, are better than, consistency-wise better than, the Milwaukee Brewers. Statistically better than the Milwaukee Brewers. And I, <laughs> I don't think you can just sit here and say, wow, it's council. It's council, right? No, it's it's no, it's not council. I, I think council has done an amazing job just to get them to where they're at. And over the years, I'm not talking about just this year. I'm talking about this year, they faltered down the stretch, no doubt. But I'm talking about just total of wins over the last four, five, six, seven years. Just to be able to manipulate sometimes bad rosters via pitching, via sabermetrics, via statistics to get them to the wins, to get them to the postseason, to get them to uh, at least have some success. So, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and throw that at Craig Council's feet. I think right now you have collectively a bad situation. And I mean that in the sense that you've got plenty of guys, plenty of guys that are uh, subperforming. Christian Yelich, subperforming. Even though you got the power numbers out of Rowdy Teles with 18 home runs, which, are tre- which is tremendous, he's giving you a 227 batting average, but a 763 OPS. And on base percentage of 305, not bad. Slugging percentage is good. Andrew McCutcheon is really your your bright spot. Think about that. Andrew McCutcheon as a DH has been incredibly consistent. 255 with a 702 OPS, 317 on base percentage, 386 slugging percentage. Just had his moments. He's he's been everything you thought he would be when you brought him in. You look at a guy like Willie Adamas. 19 home runs, power numbers, but a batting average that sucks. And on base percentage, that sucks. I'll take the home runs, yeah, but you'd like to see more consistency. But again, it's the epitome of this team. Willie Adamas is exactly what this team is. They're adequate in the field. They are all or nothing at the plate. It's exactly what this team is. The epitome, the microcosm. And so when you win, you win loving it. Powerball. Yeah, drive it out of the park. Otherwise, it's boring-ass baseball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. One, two, three strikes, you're out. One, two, three strikes, you're out. And then every now and then, bam, there's a home run. Yay! One, two, three strikes, you're out. That's what base, That's what this baseball team is. That's what it is. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 I
We continue on in this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical. Treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. Call them 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. They can all but guarantee that they can help you out. Or if you're just feeling moody, sluggish, up and down, tired, just dragging ass, they can help you out with that as well. If you're over the age of 30, stop in, get your numbers checked. How about uh, we're midway through the summer months and you're thinking to yourself, my God, am I just tired and sweating all the time? Are you overweight? Start the all-in-one weight loss program. It works. It really genuinely works. So all I got to do is call again, 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center, 414-455-4451. Give them a call. Tell them we sent you. Uh, this is from our uh, our buddy Rick, uh, who says, "Welcome back. Glad uh, training camp right around the corner, uh, because Brewers baseball is putrid." Now, here's my question, and Ben, you tell me: Are you excited for Packers training camp? No, really. See, I I, I got to be honest, I'm not. And it's not that I don't want to see the Packers because I do. I love football. Football is our bread and butter. Football is our number one. But when football starts, it means the end of the summer, basically. And we still got a lot of summer left. And and that's, you know, I know people live for it, and I get it. But I I am not really that, you know, excited for football until we get into late September. I, you know, the first game of the season, yeah, you get the – you know, you get back and everybody high fives, Happy New Year, and all that kind of stuff. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. No, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not giddy. I love off season moves. I love talking about it, but when it comes to actually being there, going, and everything, uh, I just I, I don't get that excited until probably September, October, and then we're in full swing, and then it's like, okay, now I'm settling in. Because I hang on to summer and summer months and and heat and humidity like grim death, man. I absolutely positively love it. I can't get enough of it. And we've had a really weird year this year. You know, where some nights it's, you can finally, like last night, we sat outside last night. We got back. I was dead. I, I mean, I was ready to go to bed at 7 o'clock last night. But I we stayed up and we grilled out, sat out back. I actually had a couple of Mike's Hard Lemonades last night. Just, it was a warm night, refreshing. Sat back there and just enjoyed it uh, last evening. And I just kept thinking to myself, I, I'm looking around and I'm like, I haven't done nearly what I normally do. Now, part of that is because of my back issues. And I just haven't had the, the gumption, if you will, to get up and, and do certain things. But I'm looking around, I'm like, boy, we didn't do any of this this year. I didn't kind of do things in the flower beds. I didn't do things with weeds. I, I didn't trim the trees yet. I didn't all this stuff that I normally do to make everything perfect in the backyard oasis. And I haven't done any of that yet. And I'm like, God, it's just, it, it's been such an up and down crap. Day. All of a sudden you're like, blink your eyes and you're at training camp and you're like, your summer's over. You're ready. to. So I'm not ready for training camp yet. I'm just not. This summer has been weird. Am I, am I just kind of feeling that myself better? Are you feeling the same? I'm with you. I'm excited for football. I am dreading the whole talk ourselves into every aspect of the team being the best time of year, which training camp becomes. So I'm excited for the storylines to develop, but I always find myself at the beginning of it wanting to take a step back and mm -hmm. not, you know, crown Sammy yeah. Watkins as the best receiver in football. Oh, I know, right? 
on the verge of reigniting his career with a quarterback that actually throws in the football on a dime and all that kind of stuff. Rodgers yeah, wins an it. NFC Championship game, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, for those that were watching over on Facebook, but maybe you're not anymore, uh, we're going to kind of re-up things over on the Bud Light live stream and get you going again. Uh, so just an FYI. So if you're paying attention on the live stream, we're going to come right back. We're going to shut it down and come right back. So hang in there for that. Uh, for the rest of you, hang in there. We have got one hour down, three hours to go, and I still have not told you uh, the only real mishap with the boat that I had on vacation. Still haven't gotten into that. Still got more Brewers stuff to talk about. And A.J. Dillon, oh, what the hell are you doing? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 